Hello and welcome, my fellow officials, to the Art of Officiating. I am your host, Joe Forte. Well, the COVID basketball season is coming to a conclusion. And we are ready to get into season three. It has been a long and tedious year. I know that many of you are probably happy that it's coming to a conclusion. We had to do uh, a lot of a lot of things under abnormal conditions. But I want to thank all the referees for all your hard work this this season. I know it was tough on you with all the testing and schedules being changed and so forth and so on. But you guys, like you always are, you raised to the occasion and you did a great job. So now we're on to season three, as I refer to it. Season one as we know, is the exhibition season. When the season starts, teams are playing non-conference games, working out their sets, defensive sets, offensive sets, rotations, uh, substitutions. Coaches are getting their teams ready for competition in season two when we get into conference play. It's also a good time in season one for the officials to see plays, as many plays as possible, to get ourselves in really good shape and understand our mechanics, get into the right spot to see the entire play. And then we get into conference play. Intensity picks up a little bit. Teams are set with their rotations, starting lineups, and competition begins to increase. And that is a great time of the year for for us to raise our level of officiating. Then we get into season three, which is the real test. Season three is the playoffs. Now, most Division I conferences will be ending their season very shortly within the last next seven to ten days. Division twos have already started their conference tournaments. Uh, we already finished our quarterfinals last night in the Conference Carolinas, and we had outstanding games with outstanding crews and outstanding officiating. And if I may say so, I want to congratulate our guys in Conference Carolina who did a great job last night. So let's talk about the postseason. The officiating in the postseason is different than it is during the regular season. Now, is that a true statement or not? You will hear supervisors say, you know, referee like you did all year. Well, that's true in most cases, but there's also another part to that. And that is, sure, we're going to referee like we did all year. You know, the guidelines that are set forth by the NCAA, and we're going to make sure we adhere to those guidelines. So the plays around the perimeter are basically easy plays for us to referee, right? Offensive player receives the ball. He takes a step, travels, nothing to process. We just make the call. Jump shooter gets hit on the elbow. It's a foul. Nothing to process there. But where it changes in tournament play is we have the gray area. That's right. We have that gray area. And that's the area 
that distinguishes the good referee from the great referee. You see, when you get into tournament play, it's one and done. You lose, you go home. So the consequences of our whistles increase greatly. Therefore, we really have to be good, not only with obvious plays, and we shouldn't miss an obvious play, but we have to be outstanding in the gray area. Have to be. Now, where is the gray area that I'm talking about? It's basically the play in the lane. You have the post-up offensive player posting up, and the defender is bumping them a little bit, trying to move them off the spot. So we're going to have some contact. We're going to have plays going to the basket with not only the big people, but with the guards and the fours and the threes taking it to the basket. So we got a lot of plays that we have to analyze as they start, develop, and finish. And it's in this gray area that we have to be really, really good because we don't want to have fouls on good players during tournament time or even during the regular season, right? And put them on the bench. Good players need to be playing the game. Okay, so what am I basically saying here? What I'm saying is that when you're refereeing in the gray area, these plays to the basket, you have to look at it like this. Was there an advantage gained by the act or was someone put at a disadvantage? So if you have an offensive post player and the defender is riding him up the lane, getting him off of his normal position, he is gaining an advantage. The offensive player is put at a disadvantage because that is just smart coaching. You're taking the big away from his comfort area, so he has to get the ball four, five, six feet from the basket. That changes his offensive repertoire a little bit. So you have to understand that. So he's gaining an advantage. That's a foul. As opposed to the offensive post players coming across the lane and the defender is bumping them a little bit, but he didn't gain an advantage. He didn't knock them off his path. They didn't knock them from A to B. That's just good basketball play that you see every day in the playgrounds, right? So that's good basketball play. Plays go into the basket. It's the same concept. There is contact. You have to decide whether there is an advantage gain or not. If there is, then you have to blow the whistle. So being able to referee that gray area is so important to the success of the game and your success as you move on in the tournament. Now, it just doesn't apply to the gray area. It also applies to game management, which is really important because during tournament play, emotions are high. 
As I said, it's one and done. You lose, you go home. There's no tomorrow. So emotions are going to be high, especially at the beginning of the game. So it's at that point, you have to be calm early and calm throughout. You don't want to be on the level emotionally with the players and the coaches. Because when you do that, you just react to something. And when you react to something, you make a mistake. And you say, geez, I wish I didn't blow the whistle. There really wasn't much contact on that play. But that's the number one, that's the first foul on a really good player. So you have to control your emotions. You have to control the adrenaline. It's not nervousness, okay? A lot of people want to say, you know, were you nervous? No, you're not nervous. It's adrenaline. It's the adrenaline flow. You have to control that early in the game and maintain it. So you have to deal with the emotions of the players and the emotions with the coaches. Players will complain a little bit more. And they'll say things like, come on, ref, that wasn't a foul. Oh, man, really? I never touched them. So when you get into those situations, you have to be able to calm it down by your actions and some of the things that you might say. You might say to the player, well, the reason why I called the foul was you weren't legal on the play. You were moving over. Therefore, it's a blocking foul. Now, if the player comes after you and attacks you, and uses profanity, well, that's a different story, right? He can't do that. But that's easy. It's that fine line. And it's the same thing with a coach. Come on, Johnny. That's not a foul. Oh, man. What are you doing out there? These are all little statements and comments that coaches will make. And you have to deal with that. But you have to deal with that in a professional manner and understand that he's really not, those kind of comments aren't really attacking you, right? So you handle it in your way. You might want to put two hands up and say, Coach, I hear you. That's enough. Or you might want to just walk over to him during a timeout or a free throw. Listen, you're kind of getting a little emotional over here now. You got to calm down. We know the importance of the game. Let us referee it. As opposed to when he comes right after you and attacks you. Jumps off the bench, runs on the court, waving his arms. Those, that's a technical foul. That's easy. Okay? So, as you go into tournament competition, understand and think about the gray area. We're good with everything else. We're good with everything else. And when you see referees advancing in tournament play or on the NBA level, it's because they're really good in the gray area. They call things that really have a meaning in the game that need to be called, not something that is going to interrupt the flow of the game. So that is the message. 
as we go into tournament play. And congratulations to all of you who will be working in tournament play. I wish you the very best. Also, I would like to thank all of our supporters who have donated to the Art of Officiating. We do know who you are because we get those reports. And we are so grateful for your contributions and your donations. And if you haven't donated, please do so. This will keep us operating at a high level of success. And that is our primary goal as we first started on episode one. This is all about you. This is all about giving you the information that we can to help you to become the referee that you wish to become. Good luck to all of you. This is your host, Joe Forte. Good day.